You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Locked On NFL podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We're of normally Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders, getting you all your specific doses for those teams. But on Fridays, I get to team up with my guy right here to talk about what's going on around the league. Q, how you been this week, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm telling you, the NFL is a machine. We talk about it each and every week. Uh, OTAs going on. You know, you're starting to hear from players across the league. It's a lot of fun. I know we're going to hit a little dead period. I say it every week. We're going to hit a dead period for a quick minute, but then we'll be right back at it. They'll have training camp going on. So uh, the NFL, I love it, and I love covering it each and every day. I'm right with you on that. It is so much fun to be able to talk about this stuff all the time. And one thing, our first topic today that I, that I think is a good idea that you had, talking about players that are just overall great athletes and they don't fit this paradigm of what a specific position has been in the NFL. Now, Q, when you talk about certain players, especially on defense, and defense is where this mainly applies, there are, you know, there are certain guys you know who are just really good edge rushers, certain guys who are really good off-ball linebackers. But then there's the guys who do so many different roles, you're not sure what to classify them. And technically, you could list a guy as a safety or a linebacker or this, that, and a third. But if you're lining them up in different positions, it doesn't it, it, naming them one thing kind of limits that. And I think people get lost in players being able to do all these different skills. And that's an important factor with the direction that the NFL is going right now. Yeah, I feel like it is. And, you know, of course, the, the draft was back in April, but I feel like with the draft, we always talk about a handful of guys that we're not 100% sure exactly what they're going to be in the league, like what exactly they're going to be classified as, like you said, linebacker, safety, uh, you know, what are they going to be? And, and there's a lot of times where you say, well, I like that player, but he's not a true linebacker, so I, I wouldn't take him there. Uh, maybe he's going to be a safety, or maybe he's a safety that's going to try to transition to a linebacker. I think you're going to start to see a lot of players just enter the league as really good football players, and teams are just going to find different ways to use them, and use them in multiple ways as well. You know, this past year, Jeremiah Wusu koromoa out of Notre Dame, he was a linebacker out of Notre Dame. He's in Cleveland now. Who knows where they'll line him up in, in, in Cleveland this year? He might be a safety. You know, there's been conversation where he can end up being a safety. There's conversations where he could be a linebacker. There's, I mean, he's just, what we know about him, he's a hell of an athlete. Uh, when he hits you, he hits you hard, and he can make plays on the ball. Sound like a guy that every defense can use? Absolutely. Exactly. And, and in today's offense, where running backs are lining up at wide receiver spots and wide receivers are, are, are blocking more and tight ends aren't just blockers. They're Travis Kelsey's and they're Rob Gronkowski. They're right. flying all over the field. You need guys that can do five different jobs at the same time. You need you need guys that can get after the quarterback. And that's like when you talk about Jamal Adams. I hear a lot of people that talk smack about Jamal Adams saying, oh, he's not a real safety. He doesn't have all those coverage numbers, but he brings the heat against the quarterback. And yes, he's more of a hybrid linebacker at times. He gets a lot of those things done. And when you look at all the roles that a player fills, you know, a guy that, that, I, that I watched for years in Pittsburgh, Troy Polamalu. Troy wasn't your typical center fielding safety like Ed right. Reed, but he lined up in the slot. He lined up an inside linebacker off the edge. And with all the amazing plays that he pulled off for the Steelers, 
So many of them, like they're stop, just lining up over the center sometimes, lining up, you know, off the edge and blitzing like he was like he was Lawrence Lawrence Taylor sometimes. Like the things that he would do in Pittsburgh, you're like, you know what? You're fine. Blame right. whatever you want. He's a playmaker, and you need playmakers in, t- in today's NFL and any age of the NFL, but especially on defense while offenses are just getting bigger and faster and stronger and smarter. Right. I mean, it's a game of chess. It really is. And you brought up Jamal Adams, and I- I'm glad you brought him up. He is a hell of a player. He's one of my favorite young players in the league to watch, man. And and no, he doesn't have the ball skills. He's not going to get you 10 interceptions in a season. He's not going to be that guy. But you know what he's going to get you? He might get you double-digit sacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'll take those double-digit sacks any day of the week and twice on Sunday. That guy is just a hell of a player, you know, and it's a mismatch nightmare. When you see him creeping up towards the line of scrimmage, you know the heat's coming. And there's not a lot of people that are fast enough to stop him, and he's got the tackling ability to get to the quarterback. I mean, he's like a very fast linebacker. I mean, he, he plays multiple different roles. I, I came up with this topic because I saw that the Carolina Panthers are saying that in 2021, they're going to move Jeremy Chin, who was a second-round draft pick in 2020. They're going to move him from, well, just kind of a, a jack-of-all-trades, just all over the field, to just a, a safety. And I kind of think that that's a mistake. In 2020, Jeremy Chin lined up in the box on 392 snaps. He lined up on the defensive line, 84 snaps. Slot corner, 230 snaps. Wide corner, 24 snaps. Free safety, 237 snaps. And I can go on about guys like Isaiah Simmons. I mentioned Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa. I mean, there's a guy, Derwin James. I know he's a safety technically with the Chargers, but he's a guy that can line up all over the field. There's going to be more and more, I think, in my opinion, there's going to be more and more guys like that that enter the league and are impact players that really don't have one defined role, but you know when they're on the field, it's trouble for the opposing team. I agree. When 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 some, when a guy's on the field and you got to consider five different elements to his game, that's scarier than a guy that does that does one or two things really great. Right. And and, and here's the thing: it's not just being a be- jack of all trades. You do need to be a master at some of them. Right. You know, like you like, and, and that's what we're saying. We're not saying a guy who just can do everything. You know, because there are you know linebackers that can, that can help more like that. There are guys who can fit those roles. Like like the Steelers have Cameron Sutton. He's a cornerback to play inside and outside, but you still do want an elite guy who could do and do all those things. But when you have a guy like that, a quarterback staring at, at, at a player like, like Jamal Adams or, or like Jeremy chin, you're like, okay, he's lined up in this spot, but I know that he can play cover two really well. I know he right. can play center field really well. I know he can play robber really well. I know he can blitz me from that angle. I know he can, he can stuff the run. What is he doing? I don't know. Right. The, all that stuff seeps into a quarterback and can lead to more confusion, more mistakes, more problems and more opportunities for your defense to make big plays. Right. I mean, think about this. Go back to the Legion of Boom when Seattle was really dominant yes. and they had Earl Thomas and they had Cam Chancellor. Cam <clears throat> Chancellor wasn't playing uh, center field. That was Earl Thomas. Cam Chancellor right. was playing up by the line of scrimmage. And you know what he did? He dominated. You know, and I mean, the Raiders mm-hmm. have a young player right now in Jonathan Abram, and I'm not putting him in the same category, but I know that he's going to play this year under Gus Bradley. He's going to be a guy that's going to be a box safety. He's going to come up and play near the line of scrimmage because he's got what I like to call Jamal Adams type skills where he can get after the quarterback. He's a thumper. He wants to go up there and hit you similar to Cam Chancellor. Now he's got to prove that he can do it. But again, that's another guy that he's not playing the traditional safety role. He's just playing a role on the football field where he can help that defense dominate. That's where I think you're going to start to see again. Like you said, you've got to have some specialists. You want to have a lockdown corner, of course, but you also want to have a player on the field that, 
a team can't really scheme away from you because you can do so many different things that you're going to you're going to be a factor in that in that defense anyway regardless of what the offense tries to do again it's not checkers it's all about chess it is. It is all about chess, um, and that's a huge part of what this the, the direction is going in the NFL. And Q, we talk about the guys on defense that can do that, but there's plenty of guys on offense that can do that. And there's one guy specifically who's been doing historic things at the quarterback position, and of course, that's Lamar Jackson. I want to talk to you about some new proposed ideas about what might be happening with his role in Baltimore after the break. But first, got to talk to these guys about our friends at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto park customers online for 20 years. All you got to do is go to rockauto.com, shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, and trust us, they've got everything. Engine control parts, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. If you need carpet in your car, please believe they got that. doesn't matter if your car is a classic or a daily driver. Everything you need is a few easy clicks away delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com catalog is unique. It's super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. You choose the brands, specifications, and most importantly, the prices that you prefer. That's right. The prices at RockAuto.com are super low and the same for professionals as it is for do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts. Right now, go to rockauto.com, check out the parts available for your car or truck. While you're there, right in the little box that said, how'd you hear about us? Right, Locked On NFL. That's how they know that we sent you and we're doing our job. Great selection, great low prices, all the parts your car is ever going to need, rockauto.com. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sporting action. Baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, it is all going on right now. So before the next pitch, the next home run, the next bucket, the next three-pointer, the next knockout, head on over to betonline.ag. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Get off the sidelines. Get into the game. Your team's on a run in the playoffs. You go on a run in the playoffs. Head over to the website. Use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You've got to use the promo code Locked On though. So betonline.ag. Promo code locked on. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Betonline.ag is your online sportsbook experts. Segment number two, it's up next. You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q of Locked On Steelers and Locked On Raiders. It's the Friday edition. Now, we just got done talking about defensive players and versatility yep. and having all these roles, right? Now, Q, we are, you know, Lamar Jackson is one of those guys that forces defenses to be like, red alert, that guy is right there. Mama, there goes that man. We cannot let him escape because he can kill you with one play or in one second with just his speed or his arm. I know there's people that say, oh, Lamar Jackson's really a running back. Trust me, I hear that a lot. I ain't on that train. I don't know about you, Q, but I I thought this man's talented. But there's talk about him now putting him more under center in Baltimore and making that part of their offense. And Q, I feel like what's going on in Baltimore is not about Lamar Jackson having problems. It's about putting more people around him to succeed. And I feel like there are certain th- there are things about Baltimore that are broke. But Lamar Jackson ain't broke. And like they always say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you know, the thing about Lamar Jackson, I think there's plenty of things that he needs to work on. 
Uh, I don't know if him sure. being under center is what he needs to work on. You know what right. I mean? I mean, he he's a really good player. We all know who Lamar Jackson is. We know that he could throw the ball down the center of the field. You know, th- between the hash marks, he could throw that. He could throw the ball to his tight ends. I think Lamar Jackson's biggest issue that he has is throwing that 15-yard out, that 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 boundary pass, you know, and, and, and some of it is his wide receivers, you know, and so they brought in Sammy Watkins this year. I don't know if getting him under center – is going to be a good thing for him or not. To me, when I hear that they're going to try to get him under center more, I think about a guy who used to be actually his backup quarterback in RG3, and that's what they did in Washington. They wanted to all of a sudden make him a pocket passer, and I say that in air quotes. They, they wanted to all of a sudden get him under center and kind of change who he was. And I know that injury had a lot to do with derailing RG3's career, but I just kind of cringe when I realized that, hey, man, there's certain guys that do certain things Really, really well. I believe in 2020, uh, Lamar Jackson took 4% of the snaps uh, he had in, in 2020 f- from under center. Only 4%. 4%. So I don't know how much of an increase they're going to try to do in 2021. But like you said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I think that this guy is a weapon. We all know that. He's dangerous. Uh, really, if you get him to throw the ball right now, you know, anywhere that's not down the middle of the field to the tight end, that's probably a win for the defense. You'll take your chances. Because when he gets out there and he starts rolling and running, man, look out. It's lights out. So I'm just not too sure that it's a great idea to try to change a guy from who he is to what you want him to be. Kind of just let him go out there and do what he do and, and, and be happy with the guy who, oh, by the way, just uh, took home an MVP not too long ago. Right. And, and, and here's my thing. Again, I, I'm a person who's believed in Lamar Jackson since his days at Louisville. Like when, right. I, when I watched that man make plays, I was like, man, if the Steelers get him, right. it's going to be a problem. And then the Ravens got him. And, and I know I know of an insider. A source has told me that the night that the Steelers, they drafted Terrell Evans in the first round that year. And that Mike Tomlin kind of hung around in the Steelers, like in the Steelers, like room where they had made the announcement in Pittsburgh. You know, he wasn't, he's not at the draft. He's in the war room. Right. Um, and, and he was kind of hanging around and one of the reporters kind of saw him looking at the TV at the picks that came after the Steelers. And when he saw Lamar Jackson get picked by the Ravens, he sort of clapped his hands and walked away. Mike Tomlin wanted Lamar Jackson. Like that's the thing. Steelers fans, you know, often bash Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, Yes, he hasn't beaten Ben Roethlisberger yet, but this dude is a bad man. And just because he don't play for your team, don't mean you should be you should be high, you you should be you know go, going at him the way you are. And but I do agree that he has places to grow. He needs to improve his accuracy. He yeah. needs to work. He needs to work on work on his progressions a bit more. And that's again. Everybody needs to grow, right? Josh Allen needed to grow before this year. He still needs to grow on top of what he's done. But everybody has growing points, except maybe Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what that dude, <laughs> uh, that dude could do more. But with Lamar, it's it, it's it, his growth isn't about you about you know an offense forcing him to do something that he's not good at. It's about working on him to working in the offseason on those things, right? But there's a big difference between that. And a, a perfect example is what happened to Cordell Stewart when he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It is well documented that when Cordell, when he came to Pittsburgh, you know, he was slash. He was a running back. He was a quarterback. He was a wide receiver. That was his nickname. Like, he was all over the place. He was on NFL Blitz 97. You know, you know, it just, like, that was who he was. But Bill Cowher tried to make him a stand-up quarterback, a, a, a pocket quarterback. And then that's when he fell apart. That's when, like, in 97, when they lost to the Broncos. In 2001, when they lost to the, um, to, to the Patriots. He, he was being forced to fit these molds, these molds, and those were AFC championship games, but he was forced to fit these molds that weren't him. And what we've seen that, that the Ravens deserve praise for is letting Lamar Jackson be Lamar Jackson. Right. 
Exactly. And, that's the key, man. Yeah. I, I think I think that's what they really, really need to do is just let him be him. I mean, look, you cover the Steelers like a glove. So would you rather see Lamar Jackson line up underneath center or in the shotgun? You know what I mean? Like which right. which 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 way would the Steelers rather them them have him line up? In the shotgun where he's probably more comfortable or under center where well he might not be really the guy that he is right now. Put him under center because then here's the thing. When you catch the ball at the shotgun, you uh, your first step is forward. You right. can, you you can do whatever you want to go. When you're under center, your first 3 4 steps have to be backwards. Right. And with Lamar Jackson, his whole game not his whole game, but a huge part of his game is speed. And when you're forcing him to take time away from that speed and you're giving that Steelers pass rush that's led the NFL in sacks for four straight years. No team had done it for three straight years before this group. When you're giving, you're, yes, please do that. That would be awesome. Like, like the Steelers are probably thinking, this is great. Like, let the, don't say nothing. Just let them do it. But I'm telling you, Ravens, that, that, that would be a, that would be a, a bad move, at least in my opinion. And I get your point. They want to protect him. You know, Lamar Jackson has been very fortunate to not suffer a big injury with how much he runs. But I think that's also how good he is. He knows how to protect himself. He's not just throwing his body all around and, and getting wrecked all over the place. Um, but uh, again, I just, I, I, I hear out trying to make him a more accurate quarterback. I hear out trying to get him to be better when he is in the pocket, but forcing it to happen. That's just a mistake on the part of the Ravens. Yeah, no, I think so. And, and the thing about it, man, I, I rather, you know, everyone always talks about, hey, uh, you know, you want to preserve the lifespan of this quarterback. You want to have him for 10, 15 years or whatever. Look, if you give me eight years and you're going hard in the paint or you give me five years and it's the best five years of your career, you know what I mean? Like, I want you to be you. I don't want to change. I don't want to say, hey, man, I know that you're a horse, but I'm going to kind of, I, I want to dumb it down and make you a dog. Or, you know, I want to make you someone else. I, if, he, if he's a thoroughbred, let him be a thoroughbred my opinion you know just let him go out and do what he does and if I get five six seven great years out of him fine but I'd rather have the five six seven great years than you know four good years and three okay years you know what I mean like I, I rather or or 10 okay years I don't want him to be okay I want him to be great I want to make him whatever makes him special is what I want him to do so it, it should be interesting I, I just I'll tell you this if they try to get him under center and it doesn't work early in in the season I bet your offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, says, you know what? Let's just scrap that idea. Let's scrap that idea. Let's go on and, go and, and let him do what he does. And then, boom, you'll see a big difference. Uh, it, it might be something that they try early in the season, but I don't think that if, if they're not seeing that success, I don't think they're going to stick with it. I agree. It, it's, it's something that, that, that they'll try to do. And if it hurts them, you're right. They'll be like, because here, here's the other thing. Y you can be under center and a pocket quarterback and still get hurt. Right. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't exactly running all over the place when he suffered an ACL injury, you know, in the one year that he missed. You know, in fact, most most of these quarterbacks, when you, when you look at them, guys that have gotten hurt or suffered, heck, Ben Roethlisberger just a right. couple years ago, that wasn't a, a running injury. That's that was that was you know he was naturally in the in the pocket, things like that. So it and how many snaps do those guys take from from the shotgun? Brady's mm -hmm. in the shotgun most of the time. Big Ben's in the shotgun most of the time. I know they get under center every once in a while, but for the most part, they're always in shotgun, and it's worked out okay for them. And it's the way of the NFL is going. I yep. think that's the that's the that's the other thing here is that people got to understand this is also just part of the game. Now, if you have a if you have a, a really talented running back back there, maybe that's part of it. Um, and, and J.K. Dobbins certainly, I think he's going to be a bad man in the NFL. But I you know, but still, Lamar Jackson is the baddest man on your roster, you've right. got to find ways to maximize them. Uh, but Lamar Jackson is a primary example of a young quarterback stepping up 
in his prime um, and, and figuring out, and figuring out what it takes to be him. Who else can do that of the young quarterbacks? We're going to talk about that in this very next segment here on the Locked On NFL podcast. But first, we got to talk to our friends at Built Bar. Been telling you about Built Bar for a long time. And right now they're focusing in on nine delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's something for everyone. Coconut almond is one of my favorites. And I'm not even an Almond Joy type guy. But coconut almond for some reason is really, really good. I like to put mine in the fridge, have a little bit of a chill to it. Either way you go, you could pick one of those flavors. You could pick two of them. Or you could say, you know what, just give me a mix box. You'll get two of each of them. You'll get 18 total bars all nine flavors and if you check on the website billbar.com usually they have a limited time flavor as well i think earlier in the week it was orange another day it was toffee almond uh i think they have some new ones on the way i may or may not have heard that they have uh what is it grasshopper cookie i think that's what it is that might be on the way that's might be what i heard i'm not guaranteeing that that's what i heard but i'm saying that might be on the way as well billbar.com that's where you check them out you can always find the limited time flavors either way you go whatever you decide to get you know that you're getting a really good taste in protein bar it not only tastes great but it's good for you as well 100 covered in chocolate soft easy to chew and uh, you can pick them up right now builtbar.com is a website locked 15 that's the promo code you want to save money when you check out not only you're going to get something great to eat but you're going to save money lock 15 you got to use that promo code at checkout builtbar.com promo code lock 15 to save 15 off your order at builtbar.com segment number three it's on the way you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back here on the Locked On NFL podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my friend and co-host, your boy Q. I'm of Locked On Steelers. He's of Locked On Raiders. We just got done talking about Lamar Jackson and him being understanding and all that, but let's talk about what are some of the young quarterbacks that have stepped up in recent years and, or at least like even just this past year and who might be the next one to break out? Because Q we've seen like, you know, Josh Allen was a guy everyone was excited for. Perfect like, example. Oh, yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. Everyone's excited for, but he didn't put it together his first and second year. But last year, that man put it together. Right. I mean, that, he was he was driving the Bills to their success. And 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 he still has he still has ways to go. Right. He still got to improve. But I mean, there's no denying what he did in 2020 throw, throwing four four uh, four thousand five hundred and forty four yards. And then you look you look and he's throwing thirty seven touchdowns and just ten interceptions. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous for a guy that's as young as he is, and it's not easy to make that jump. No, but who are some other guys right now that Josh Allen's established? Right, and, and not to say these quarterbacks aren't established; they're known names. But who's going to be establish themselves as primary threats that all defenses are going to have to be on high alert? Well, you know, one guy that I think is really going to be a special player and he was kind of forced into action last season due to an injury to the guy who was actually starter. That's mm. uh, Justin. That's Justin Herbert, man. Yeah. Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be special. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's he's got some skills, man. He, he really does. He stepped into the role when when uh, when Tyrod Taylor got 
injured, and it was not an injury really due to himself. He gets punctured in the lung uh, by a team doctor. I mean, just just stupid, just absolutely stupid. stupid. But I'll tell you what, man, Justin Herbert stepped his game up. And now I know he's got a new coaching staff, so he's got a new offensive coordinator, so it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. But if there's one young quarterback that's going to take that next step, I don't know if he's going to go like Josh Allen did uh, last year where he was in the the running for the MVP. I don't know if he's going to be the MVP already or in that conversation, but I do think that the Chargers got them a damn good one a guy who could throw the rock really well very accurate he's got a strong arm and oh by the way he can use his legs as well I think Justin Herbert's one of the one of the real special quarterbacks coming up in the in the NFL right now well you took an easy one everyone knows Justin Herbert's gonna be special I mean (laughs) when you look at him I I compiled a list of all quarterbacks going back to 2011 playing in either their first or as late as their third year so all these guys still on their rookie contracts not even at the end of their rookie contracts his 4,336 yards was eighth most among those guys. That, this is a list where Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Andrew Luck, Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Blake Bortles, which made me raise an eyebrow. Right. But that's more than Cam Newton. And that's more than Patrick Mahomes has posted in some of his seasons. And every season of Patrick Mahomes has been, has basically, has been lights out. But, you know, and Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson, and other big names. But a guy who I'm looking at, who I think is being overlooked, uh, uh, you know, because of his size Uh-oh. and because he hasn't played on a dominant football team. But Kyler Murray, okay, I can see this guy turning it on. Now, last year he had he fell just short of four thousand yards, thirty nine hundred seventy one passing, threw for twenty six touchdowns and uh, twelve and, and twelve interceptions. Good passer, you know, still has to work out some things. He's he's, he's working on it. But at the same time, you also got to look at what he brings on the ground. And last year, he ran for 819 yards and 11 touchdowns. We were just talking about Lamar Jackson. Right. This guy's getting it done there, too. And he's got D-Hop now. He's got a, he's got a second year with D-Hop. Um, there's so, and there's so much to be going on with, 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 with this offense. I, I really see a, a serious potential for this for this Cardinals team to go and that's with Kyler Murray leading the way. You know, and what I like about Kyler Murray the most is that he's a winner. You know yes. what I mean? Like Kyler Murray has been a winner on every single level he's been on. When he was in high school in Allen, never lost a uh, never lost a, a varsity game. Uh, wow. When he was at A and M, even though it didn't work out that that well there, you saw glimpses. At Oklahoma, all he does is go and win the Heisman Trophy, uh, gets his team to the playoffs, and really uh, had a bad first half of the game. But if uh, if he has a second half performance that he had in the playoffs against Alabama, probably wins that game. He is mm-hmm. just a proven winner. So I think on the next level, he's definitely going to be a winner. I agree. I just and that's the thing. There are other, there are guys like that who and, and I know it's tough to say Kyler Murray. Uh, you know, someone can say, well, he was the first overall pick of his draft. He better do that. But there's guys who there's plenty of guys who've been first overall picks and just ain't that. No, you know? no. Like Sam Bradford was right. was a was a was a first overall pick. You know, like you know, you know Baker Mayfield. I know there's some people out there that really believe in Baker Mayfield, but he he don't got what some of these guys were talking about got like with Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and even Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, they, he needs those running backs to be beast in the way that Nick Chubb and, uh, and Kareem Hunt were this past year. Um, But to, to me, like there's, there's plenty of guys that don't fit that mold. Even Blake Bortles, who apparently threw up some great numbers in 2015, you know, he was, but he was third overall. Right. 
just being drafted high don't make you great. You got to earn it. And I, I just I see Murray earning it, but I, I still I do see other guys in the NFL. They're going to keep getting their chances. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, uh, um, but Ooh. those those aren't guys that I look at in that in that regard. No, no, not at all. I'll tell you right now, one guy that I'm looking at, and I don't know if he's going to take that big jump this next year in 2021, but maybe maybe in 2022, if this team can do right by him, that's Joe Burrow. Man, I like Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. He showed some signs of what he could be, and I know they went out and got his uh, college teammate and Jamar Chase at wide receiver. I think that was a mistake. I think they should have done everything in their power to to protect him. I think that's going to help him. You know, we talked about protection and, and Lamar Jackson and, and trying to keep him in the pocket and keep him safe. Well, Cincinnati's not even really trying to protect Joe Burrow, which they should. I mean, that's a franchise right there. But he did show glimpses in his, you know, short time, his rookie year, that he could be special. Now, I want to see him take that next step this year. And he does have some weapons around him. So it's like, on one hand, you like the, the picking of Jamar Chase. You like the fact that he's got some, uh, some nice weapons there. But at the same time, you want to make sure that offensive line is solid. I'd like to see the run game get a little bit better and improve. Joe Mixon got paid, and it really hasn't been that impressive to me. So uh, that, that's an area of concern as well. But lightweight, I watched the Cincinnati Bengals because of Joe Burrow, and he, he brings a little bit of something-something to the table. He's, he looks to me like the guy that could take that Josh Allen step. You know, go, go one, one year he's good, next year he's a little bit better, then boom, that third year is the year it's like, okay, you better watch out. I don't know how many games the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win ultimately, but I think Joe Burrow is a special player. I think he can be. Um, my, my thing with Joe Burrow is he, he need protection. I said that right. last year, and he got his ACL torn. And, it, and, that, and that's not a wishing type of thing. I'm like, oh, no, I don't like to see players get hurt. I, I just I looked at that offensive line in Cincinnati, and I was like, oh, oh no, 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 that's bad. That's bad. And sure enough, he, he, he kept taking hits, and he eventually got hurt. And, you know, I, I, you want to see the next quarterback generation bloom because, you know, we dealt with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger and Drew Brees and all these guys for years and Aaron Rodgers. They define that generation. Well, you got Patrick Mahomes, you know, you got these guys, but you want to see more of these quarterbacks blow up because you want to see that happen. And Joe Burrow is one of those guys that could be that player. But, man, I just – I don't know. if the, the, the Bengals have just been an organization that have just – Mess that up. I mean, yeah. Carson Palmer was the golden boy. Everyone thought he was going to be the, the the next, the second coming. And you know, again, it was an injury, and then he that he never became that with the Bengals. Uh, got a second start chance with the Cardinals, but we saw how that worked out too. I just Joe Burrow has the talent. I just don't know if he's in the right situation for that. I just, uh, right. but, but I do feel you. The makings of it. Are, are certainly there. And I do like his demeanor, you know, certainly better than, you know, Jameis Winston with his eating W's and everything. over there. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, that's why I started off with the team has got to do right by him. And I don't know if, if Cincinnati is going to do right by him. That's, that's the biggest thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see, but I, I think he has the ability just natural ability, he's got it. I mean, you saw, like I said, glimpses of it his rookie year, but like you mentioned, man, tore his ACL because he didn't have protection. Then, you know, the, the Bengals have a, a early pick, and there's the best left tackle out there available, and they go and get a wide receiver. So, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I would have built it, especially because they're not in position to win right now anyway. I would have right. built it from the inside out, but... There's a reason why they're the Bengals. They build stuff backwards. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're Bob the Builder spelled the other way, <laughs> which is still Bob the Builder. 
sir are wild uh but that's that's our show here on the locked on nfl podcast thanks so much for tuning in i'm chris carter he's your boy q remember you can subscribe to the locked on nfl podcast anywhere podcasts are hosted but especially on apple spotify google podcast and the app odyssey remember to rate us five stars with a positive comment and you really help out our program here thanks again for tuning in tune in back in monday when the locked on nfl podcast resumes